Hello, welcome to the High Hops Podcast with your host, Bradley Y. With me as always, Big Guru, Phoebe Ward. Hello. Two or three weeks ago, Cloudwater released a beer called Independence Day. This beer was a little bit different in the fact that it had been created by 30, around 30 Many independent brew shops around the UK. One of those just happens to be our very own Vessel Beer Shop. So we sat down with Sam. So I'm Sam Condon and I own Vessel Beer Shop along with Katie. We were saying how uh, this was going to be Katie's fourth appearance. I know. That's actually why you've shown up, isn't yeah, it? You're like, yeah, you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 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 well, hang on a second, they divided that podcast into several different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we had Sam back on to talk about uh, the process behind the beer, the reason for the name, before moving a little bit more into independent beer shops in general, how they're doing at the moment, uh, the, the sort of struggles they have, but also what they're hoping to get over the, out of the next year and why events like this made, done by Cloudwater are so important for them. Especially now at the moment, uh, if anyone listens to this in the future, this is the, the beginning future. of the <laughs> coronavirus 2020 epidemic, yeah. um, where I think small independent beer shops are probably going to get hit the hardest. Yeah, all small independent businesses are going to struggle, so... This yeah. is, this is like, it's, it's January all over again in March. What, try, what dry January? Well, just in terms of people <laughs> probably not going to the beer shops as much. So this is our chat with Sam. At the end of January, beginning of February, went up to Cloud White, uh, Water, Cloud Water, Cloud, cloud Water, um... <laughs> In Manchester, they invited us and a number of other independent retailers up to discuss the current state of the industry for retailers and how their interaction with with independence is working. Is this a new thing that they've started? Or no one, I've, I've not heard of any other brewery doing it. So yeah, mm. yeah, again, there's loads of examples of Cloudwater taking the lead on, like improving the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just another one of their. Yeah. Good ideas. What else, what cool. other stuff do they do kind of like this? Like, how long have they been doing kind of projects like this? Why did they it's sort of the start summit, it? Isn't it? What, what is it that makes Cloudwater stand out from everyone else in these kind of projects? I think they're just very focused on making everything, the whole environment, the mm. best it can be. Yeah. So from the fact that they pay their staff pretty well mm-hmm. compared to industry standards, you know, mm-hmm. person packaging the beer is getting paid a similar amount to the person brewing the beer I believe so um, and like the conditions for those people um, so they they, inward looking they're very conscious of making it a good working environment Mm -hmm. and then outward looking they you know they they do a lot of community uh, based uh, efforts to to try and improve the overall sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we could talk about the beers that have come out recently. Where one of the other things they're looking at at the minute is just the rise in alcohol, the yeah. ABV in beer. Mm-hmm. I read that, yeah. Um, and they've decided this release, seasonal release, that it's all going to be a bit weaker. Okay. So you're finding all their IPAs rather than six and a half percent or six percent, mm. and double IPAs are eight rather than eight and a half, and yeah, I yeah. did. I did notice. I think I said to you, I was just like, I've been seeing a lot of lower percentage recently. What, um, what is their yeah. reason for wanting to go away from higher ABV at the moment and, and move more towards? So they put a decent. They've always been open online about 
like what things they're doing and why they're doing it. So there's a there's a decent blog about why mm-hmm. what they're doing this sort of quarter half a year. Yeah. Um, start of 2020, um, and I think it's about the fact that we've sort of in in the UK definitely gone to the culture of drinking big juicy yeah. double IPAs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and they all come in at eight and a, eight, eight and a half percent. Yeah. I mean, how many of those can you responsibly drink? Yeah. Especially if you're drinking at home. Yeah. So I think they're, they're trying to do something towards that to try and just, you know, drop it down a bit so mm. you can yeah. still walk after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like I've noticed a lot of um, companies this year seem to be not only going lower or also like implementing their own soda brand so cloud water obviously yeah. me and phoebe covered that at the beginning yeah. of the year uh wild beer they're doing their sodas as well like it seems like something that a few different breweries are kind of looking at lower abv or yeah i think it's better just have that overall experience of mm-hmm. uh responsibility i suppose mm-hmm. yeah totally yeah you know it's not all about making money quick, <laughs> quick and fast yeah like off of people you want those people to have a good time and have a have a longer life. <laughs> so speaking of beer, um, we do have one here, and it is the in- Independence Day uh, DDH IPA from Cloudwater. Uh, let's crack it. Let's do the do the duties. Totally just sprayed myself in the eye. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they've made this beer in this project, haven't they? Yeah. So basically. We got invited along with a load of others up, up to Manchester to have, it was a two day event. So day one was a sit down all in a room and just discuss general topics yeah. that wanted to be raised. And they sent out a request before the day to see what topics people wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Went through that. The following day, we then went back to the brewery and we did, we collaborated on this. Yeah. Obviously, there was a lot of people there, so no one actually touched any of the ingredients other than the hops. Okay. So they gave us about four or five different hops to choose from, mm-hmm. and there was two different hops that we um, had not, they they hadn't really used before. So Idaho 7, which is a US hop, mm-hmm. cool. um, and New Zealand Cascade. So New Zealand Cascade, the Cascade hop is uh, originally from the US. This is a New Zealand version of it. Mm. Um, so it's interesting to see how different that hop is compared mm-hmm. to the US version. So yes, you had some interesting uh, pictures on the old Instagram, I think, of the hops that you were looking at. Yeah, so... Yeah, and if uh, someone who wasn't aware of <laughs> what you were doing, it looked a bit questionable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we basically got uh, four or five glasses of, of hops mm. and we, we dished them out. You break them up and then try and smell, smell what they're like and try and get a, a gist of what it'll be like once it's in a beer. That's so cool. Yeah, it does make you sneeze a lot though, because obviously it's quite a po- the hops are quite potent, so yeah. it, it can get up your nose. It'd be you'd be sneezing for the rest of the day. Yeah, was it the the pellets? Pellets, the pellets. yeah, yeah. So, you'd like so they're all pellets. Cool. Yeah, nice. It's <laughs> really funny. It was good. Just imagine being in that room and just be like, whoa. Yeah. And go home just stinking of it. The favourite thing that day was when we were showing, uh, being shown around the brewery and the new code room. Um, 
they had high-vis jaz- jackets for us mm. and they were branded with cloud water. Oh, like, yeah. So I got loads of requests. Like, I want a high-vis <sighs> cloud water jacket. I've you love that. a good branded high-vis jacket. I do love a branded high-vis yeah. jacket. <laughs> I've got one in my car with my surname on it, but oh, wow. that's not quite as exciting. So I assume you weren't allowed to keep the, the no, <gasps> no. Everyone asked that. They were like, oh, you should have just, like, you know, put it in your bag. Yeah, <laughs> just take it with you. Like, mm, didn't know about that. <laughs> so, yes, um, I've already had a taste because I was impatient. Um, I've had a couple I've, of little I'm sips. A little bit more. So it's got like um, a bitterness to it for sure. Yeah. Being the hops and the dryness of it. Mm. Uh, this one is 6%, did I read? Yeah, yeah 6%. There you go. <laughs> uh, so DDH IPA, brewed to celebrate the indie retailers championing modern progressive beer. So that kind of says exactly what you said. So how many was it again? So at the day, a few people couldn't make it. Mm. Um, but this was launched in 32 venues across the UK mm-hmm. last last Friday. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, it was mainly people in sort of North and London. Mm-hmm. And then there was a few other outposts from around the country. Yeah. I think other than Palmer Street and yeah. Froome. Yeah. It, and us, we were, the only, we were the only two in the southwest. So Rep in the southwest. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to, to going, going back to Froome next week. So yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah. going there and being like, ah, oh, this is here as well. We yeah. Yeah. Well, got, I would hope it's gone by now. I know. Right? Yeah. This Probably. was this so was exclusive. Is this just in cans? Was it Was it just mm-hmm. in cans? Um, there was some keg. Mm-hmm. So some keg available. Um, a few venues up north had it. Mm. Um, Hop Hideout in Sheffield also do a beer festival, right. which was last weekend. Um and they had it for that. Right, I see. And um, and design-wise on the can, did you have any input in that or is... No, we just left it to, to them in regards to, um, to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we collectively came up with the name. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure who came up with the name overall, but yeah. I'm amazed that 30 people could all decide on one name. As a WhatsApp people. group, so it took... Oh, was it? Yeah, okay, so it took a while. Oh, it's a, a cheeky while. WhatsApp group. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because obviously it's um, it's kind of... Shouting out to independent yeah. beer shops, uh, but also American Hops, so Independence Day. Yeah, there. yeah, we just thought it, it was makes a cool, perfect cool name. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a. I definitely got the pineapple immediately in this. Mm. Um, I, I was going to say stone fruit, but no, it's like the mango, which I guess. Yeah. Got that kind of. I want to say hairy bitterness, but that is <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> I think the yeah. fact it's sold out probably means that obviously it has had a good reception, but yeah, is it, people that came in to try it was was there a positive? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, not many people actually drank it in. I think a lot of people took it away. So right. probably yeah. spoke to about three or four people. Who've, yeah, since it was only Friday, mm-hmm. it's now Monday, so I've not actually got the feedback. I've not even looked on the uh, Untapped to see what's going on with it. Actually, <laughs> no, yeah, neither, actually. <laughs> see what the reviews uh, are. Yeah. yeah, there's quite there's a few. I did notice they, it is on there, and yeah. have, people have been talking. But um, yeah, I think we literally sold the last can Sunday yeah. afternoon. So, but yeah, it's a good thing. Oh. Basically, I think I think what they were trying to do with this element of the whole sort of uh, independent retailer roadshow thing was. Um, give us something exclusive mm-hmm. which made people come to us rather than going somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Um, which nowadays is, you know, is definitely a, a nice thing to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, no, I, sorry. No, you go. I was going to say, you're always kind of having to keep an eye on what's going on and uh, whether you're able to still um, stock, you know, even different uh, seasons and different, um, what am I trying to say? 
collections of uh, beers and from breweries. Um, so I think Cloudwater are just, they're pretty solid in that they're always going to give something to the little indie brew shops, um, whilst others are possibly thinking of other avenues yeah. of uh, online sales and things like we, that. Yeah, so... Part Don't know if you a, want to name names. No, but no, as part of, part of the conversation on the day was about how does it feel for us as independent retailers at the minute, mm-hmm. um, and a lot it was a lot of positivity, like about you know, it feels like we in each of our own areas we're creating a bit of a scene, and mm-hmm. you know, um, we're really trying to push quality mm-hmm. um, and and experience, and you know, those are things that we can give that other means can't so mm-hmm. you know an online shop or a supermarket can't give that element mm-hmm. of the experience to, to people yeah so that was nice there was a lot of shared sort of stories and experiences of having a positive impact on our yeah particular areas mm. um but yeah there was other elements of it of like reaction to like breweries selling out or mm moving a product to supermarkets mm-hmm. and not really being in the position to react to that as quickly as we would like. Are, are Cloudwater quite good then? I mean, this event is a, is a good sort of ex- example of them keeping you in the loop. But yeah. do you do you find there are some breweries that are better than others at keeping you in the loop about what's happening, like where they sort of prioritise independence and yeah. how vocal, how easy is it to communicate with Cloudwater as an independent, but not just an independent, an independent that's, entirely the other side of the country basically yeah i think there's some really good examples of cloud water on top of that mm-hmm. in terms of yeah they're good at telling you what's going on and keeping us inclusive included in the sort of debate and that and that you know the fact that we did this and went up there yeah you know, if, you know they paid for it all and we were there for oh. two nights i was gonna ask that you could actually buy tickets to it am i right no so that's uh, a different thing yeah that's a different thing so okay. It was interesting actually follow on from that is like three weeks later was their friends and family festival yeah. mm. which the friday day they did a um industry mm. uh, like session yeah which was less about drinking and more about talking about where the industry is from more from a brewing perspective right but it was we went to it and the talks that were all about social responsibility mm-hmm. inclusion um it was it was all like trying to make the industry better for people. Yeah. Um, so they're definitely front runners on that. But like going back from day one uh, of of Cloudwater, they've always been that sort of brewery who want it out there and people to know about it. So you could argue they started the dipper trend in the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when they started doing their version of V1 to V13 releases, yeah. and each release they then explained what they did to make that beer. And it was the first time really at a brewery had been that open about ingredients, techniques. Mm-hmm. From day one, they've always been that sort of open and wanted to share as much as mm-hmm. possible they can with yeah. with the consumer and the people they work with, what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I've noticed Cloudwater as well on their Instagram, they're very good at promoting like shops and things like that, mm. like places you wouldn't maybe think of going into. Like they're like, we're you know, doing a piece on our Instagram about this place and what they're about. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was... Arguably the start of all of this, which culminated in this beer, was right. the fact that last year, last summer, mm-hmm. we did an indie retailer roadshow and we were one of those venues where they came down and did the tap takeover. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But it did a number of venues. Yeah, I saw a few of them getting highlighted on their Instagram yeah, when we were doing research. Exactly. So part of that strategy from them was not only was it an experience at the venue, yeah, but then they would devote their Instagram to that brewer- that venue yeah. for a period of time and really like push them and explain what they do in their background and give that whole story of that place. Which That's is so great. Cool. If you can talk much about it, what are currently like... I can't remember how much, I don't think we covered it too much on our last episode with you, but what are like a lot of the struggles that you guys are currently facing that like maybe people won't like, obviously, I mean, the big one is always like when, when the company then moves over to supermarkets and it's hard for you to compete against that. But like what, what might people not see that's a struggle for independence at the moment that was a big kind of talking point for you guys? Interestingly, it was different for different people. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, And the benefit for us is that we always feel because we're so far removed from it in terms of the beer scene mm. you know there are places starting to open up but we're well out of a like distance wise mm-hmm. from any any sort of hub of like yeah. craft beer sort yeah. of thing um so it's nice to hear other people having either similar experiences or different issues that we we've never had okay um but yeah for us i mean at the minute i would say the supermarket thing can and can't be for me the supermarket sort of issue is I think an issue for everyone Mm -hmm. but we can easily combat that by saying Mm -hmm. what we do way better than they could ever do yeah Yeah. you know we refrigerate everything Mm -hmm. we know exactly what we're selling Mm -hmm. we'll recommend stuff to people we'll we'll make sure that our range is as fresh as possible Mm -hmm. and turn it over as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. they can't do any of that they're never going to be able to do anything Mm -mm. like that and the only reason they've got craft beer in there is not because they love it Mm -hmm. it's because it's a loss leader for them to get people in and spend their shopping money in there for other stuff yeah because there's you know there's beers in there that they're getting from breweries that we stock, mm-hmm. they're getting it for far less than we yeah. get it. Yeah. Which that's that's a bugbear for me, is that the fact that there's other breweries out there who, you know, we've supported from day one, mm-hmm. um, who no one in this area would have known who they were. Yeah. Um, who are now sort of inching towards supermarket for their core range mm. and selling it at a price to those supermarkets for far less than what they sell it to us for. Mm. Which is a worry. But the good thing is there's so many new breweries out there. Yeah. And <laughs> because um, we're such a small operation, yeah. at worst, I've got 24 cans or something that I'll just have to sell for cheap and move yeah. on. Yeah. But, you know, it. there's a risk of us feeling like we're being less loyal mm-hmm. to yeah. those sort of breweries. Yeah. Okay. As they grow, I don't want, you know, I don't want growth for me to be seen as a negative mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. That's not right. If a, if a brewery wants to grow, then it, great. Yeah. But once I start seeing them grow and get a core range like polished off and like, you know, it feels like they're moving that towards a supermarket, then I'm less likely to even bother stocking it before the jump actually happens. Yeah. I think we're getting a bit more savvy of when it feels like those breweries are about to jump now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is, you know, we want to continue to support. There's a reason why we've got them in in the first place is because we love those breweries. Um, And we just don't want us, we, we don't, want us or other independent retailers to always be the four guys in that yeah which at the moment it's starting to feel that way that we're the the last to hear about it Mm -hmm. and then we're um, well not just us the small distributors who really care about cold storing Mm -hmm. yeah delivery and getting the right stuff they're getting screwed over by these breweries as well so 
that's probably the biggest from a supermarket aspect. Yeah. Yes, yeah, As yeah, I yeah. said, just look at the, the positives are better to look at than we can we can easily defeat that with the positives, which mm-hmm. is the fact yeah. that we know what we're selling, we yeah. care about it. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other one is the the big boys mm-hmm. under the radar sneaking in to the industry or like mm. people not knowing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the fact that AB and Bev, who are the biggest, go in, mm-hmm. own a company called Beerhawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they sort of look craft and independent yeah. and all that, and they're not at all. Yeah. And they are, they are now starting to open up what appears to be small little independent places around the country. I see, right. As stores, and it's like, they're the big boys. But will people know that? Probably no. not. Yeah. And it's all that's all about their market share. That's not, mm. you know, their targeting place is just to yeah. crush Because it seems, small... it, you know, you see uh, Honest Beer, Beer Hawk, Beer 52, you know, I mean, an Honest Beer, you know, is, is I think you said, is one of the ones that it's... Yeah, I mean, they've it, supported, like, Verdant are an example. They yeah. they paid for some of their tanks in the mm-hmm. past. And, right. Um, as a part of a deal to then get a load of their beers mm. further down the line. But, you know, there are online retailers yeah. who are yeah. very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's yes. some that I think for a lot of people, just like you're saying, look like they mm. are independent like everything else, but actually they've got... Yeah. Make the, the best of both worlds basically yeah it's good to have beer in the fridge but yeah. uh, it, it may well take away from like the community aspect and mm. yeah, so drinking together I completely get people buying stuff from supermarkets mm. it's cheaper I get it you yeah. know? Um, and I also get you know that they, once they see online an online shop offering like really good deals yeah I, you know I get it but who knows where it's been <laughs> like yeah it, yeah who's, who's to say it's been uh, kept do like you, the best. Do you think be. the the big boys now that have jumped and made that push into supermarkets? I mean, obviously companies are growing all the time, so it's hard to say for certain whether a company is going to stay as is or will change. Um, do you think events like this are now raising awareness to some of the bigger breweries that hey, like we are, you know, at the end of the day, like we might be small independent shops, but it, you know, it's yeah, I'm, all I'm these afraid. people coming together. I hope what Cloudwater have done here as you know very a leader in the industry mm-hmm. in the UK if not also mm-hmm. like seen upon around the world as yeah. an industry leader yeah. I mean they're driven they're not necessarily driven by being the biggest Yeah, mm-hmm. what they're driven by is quality mm-hmm. so for instance you know they're, they're getting to they're trying to do stuff to get to a position where they're you know they've got a reverse osmosis uh, system which means that all their water mm. is as perfect as it can be before they did the brew so they know exactly what that water is right, I see. that's an expensive bit of kit yeah. you know um, they are moving towards hand selecting each hop harvest oh my gosh um, so similar to the the Yamaka kind yeah, of that's series a, that's, that's, that's right. a part of that example right. so yeah. yeah they went over yeah, Yukima and uh, is that where these hops are from so the Idaho might be the New yeah. Zealand I don't know if it's a hand-selected harvest yet, but they're trying okay. to get all of their hops from wherever they are in the world right. to be in a hand-selected posi- uh, position to be hand-selected. And to do that, they need certain like capacity levels of what they're yeah. brewing, I believe. Okay. Um, so that's that. for me, that's what I find from them is that their growth is about quality mm-hmm. and not just yeah. exponential. Just, I think at some point there will be a point where they'll sort of 
taper off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, that's why they're up there. It's it's people have noticed. Yeah. People have recognised that they they give a damn and yeah, and, and the beer's great. So yeah, it's less about. Look at us, look at us. It's look at everyone. Are, are there any, so we've obviously spoken about Cloudwater in, in, in a positive way. Mm. Like, are there any other big boy breweries, big boy breweries? Mm. Are, what other breweries do you feel are sort of, are, are standing with Cloudwater on this, like, in a positive, like, you know, do you feel comfortable saying that? There's probably examples of other breweries doing things to, like, mm. like in national launches and that. Mm. Most of them tend to be quite small still yeah, yeah. Okay. so nothing on the scale of having uh, like inviting everyone to one place yeah. and chatting I'm, I'm hoping yeah. it's just the start of this sort of yeah. thing yeah. That, you know I, I don't mean for us to be travelling around the country having like yeah. f- oh, and, and being, a couple of free nights being, in a being, in a brewery yeah. like, <laughs> and being sort of like uh, ha- prioritising your independence doesn't necessarily mean getting everyone together and brewing a beer together yeah. but sort of in, in the vein of Cloudwater's ideas they're kind of their, their mantra in terms of supporting independence. Yeah. You know, are there any, you know, is it, and obviously, are there, are there any other in that sort of vein that are being supportive? Yeah, I mean, there are. I can't mm. think of off the top of my head specific examples that have happened very recently, but mm-hmm. but there's always examples. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, the fact that breweries come to our place and do mm. meet the brewers in that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's it's difficult. You know, in our festival, them coming down to our festival, yeah. it's, it's all a sign of them yeah. being interested in you know, independent and smaller, Excellent. smaller sort of businesses, mm. and the fact that they they're aware that that mm-hmm. that's a key aspect of what I think they there are do. a lot of craft breweries that are like really proud of independence and mm-hmm. are like rock solid stone with it. But I think what what Cloudwater have put together essentially is like a big group therapy. Yeah, <laughs> for independent. It, it felt like it felt a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah it did. A bit. Um, it was yeah, it was nice to know that there was. Uh, not only the issues, but also mm. the positives happening across the country. Mm. And I think what this might come out to be is this Independence Day, mm. is there might be plans, hopefully, not necessarily led by Cloudwater, but by independent retailers to yeah. have a, you know, a record store day. Mm. Mm. Have that, but in a beer aspect be across cool. the country and have other breweries involved in that Yeah, in regards to giving exclusive releases or... Yeah. Uh, like a special rebrew of an old beer that's not been out for ages, yeah. stuff like that, yeah. um, and really focus on the independence again through that. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty cool. It's like a um, UK wide festival, rather than yeah. being one location, it's, yeah, exactly. it's your location it's basically. Bringing people together. Yeah, I mean, yeah. record store day is well. It's mm. amazing, mm-hmm. amazingly for record. Yeah. Record stores. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's been industry days at festivals and mm-hmm. talks and mm. seminars about stuff, but this felt very specific and focused right. mm-hmm. um yeah it was a it's a very positive start awesome um i don't think it's the end of it i think it's just the start of it it's which just is, the beginning. they have um they have as well the women in the industry one that's happened yeah. international was it, women's was it, was day it, was it, it was did it coincide yeah. with today well yesterday yesterday, yesterday. yeah yeah so yeah i remember seeing them posting about it and saying if you wanted to take part phoebe you should have gone but yeah, loads of breweries. <laughs> loads of breweries on that. I mean, Northern Monk did a Respect beer, which had I think right. like thirty or forty yeah. women in in the beer industry from the north mm-hmm. with all their photos on the can. Mm-hmm. Um, You're yeah, outnumbered, Sam. In vessel. <laughs> yeah, that's good though, isn't it? Yeah. That's good. It, you know, I think that's Truth. one one positive of the sort of sort of craft beer side of things mm-hmm. is that it should be yes. inclusive. 
for everyone really and yeah it should be a more of a you know it should be a comfortable experience for anyone mm-hmm. who wants to have it and that was that thing at the friends and family that a lot of that was driven about just all sorts of mm. outside of kind of this idea of doing an independence day for um for shops is there anything over the next sort of 12 months that um that might happen as a result of this or will it be sort of maybe in a year's time there'll be another event and it will slowly be growing so i think i would expect them to probably do another indie retailer roadshow for different venues Mm -hmm. it'd be nice if they uh yeah look at other places down this way who you know have been around for a time and Mm. could potentially do an event do you want the drugs? No, I'm good. I've already had a can. I don't want to take <laughs> a can. It is really nice, though. Yeah, um, it's a really good beer. I mean, some of the hoppy stuff they've been releasing. I mean, last year, I'm going to say I, I Have Become The Boat was my favourite IPA ever. I Have Become The Boat. Yeah. I just, the names of these beers blow me away. So sometimes they're a bit, yeah, out there and just like random thoughts. But this one's, look it up. Okay. Look, on, look on Paul Jones's... Um, Twitter feed probably from a while back um, he asked does anyone know why this beer is called this and someone jumped on it straight away so it's a, it's a it's a Buddhist uh, um, saying or you know, proverb um, it's so funny yeah. we'll have an episode about names of beers I'm sure <laughs> yeah but names are crazy sometimes I mean that, that one there was yeah just a collective whatsapp <laughs> it makes perfect decision. sense it really does So thank you very much for Sam for coming on. I thought it was really interesting hearing about his uh, opinions on how independent beer shops feel uh, regarding uh, bigger shops. Like I think a lot of the time people go like, "Oh, why? You know, why are the you know why are independent beer shops so you know upset when um, bigger companies are putting beer into supermarkets?" Because mm. isn't it great that everyone's getting that yeah. that opportunity? And whilst I think that's true. Um, I think if you look at it from them, it's almost a betrayal of we helped you out when you were smaller. We've, you know, been with you. We stuck by you all this time. And now suddenly you're just selling that beer a lot cheaper than we could ever get it. Yeah. To other supermarkets. And now people are going to just switch over to them. So double standards. I definitely think that was an interesting point. It was also very interesting to hear about uh, hopefully the beginning of Independence Day for independent beer shops. Yeah, I wonder Uh, if they'll do it again. It'll be interesting to see uh, whether that continues uh, next year. I think Sam's very hopeful that this is only the beginning of that. So it'll be interesting to see that. We did ask Sam uh, if there was anything happening at Vessel over the next uh, few months. Unfortunately, because of the coronavirus, a few of the plans had to get cancelled. However, he did mention this. We've done Day of a Dipper, where we did seven mystery double IPAs on tap. Mm. Oh, yeah. And we did the Imperial Stout one which was four imperial stouts we're moving on to fruited sours now fruited sours. Cool. so be five different fruited sours on beginning of april when we come back mm-hmm. so yeah the first weekend of april so it'll be five mystery fruited sours all you'll know is the strength from the price and not only are you going to guess uh, vote for your favorite you can guess what fruits in each one this Ooh. time so there's a couple of reveals at, at the end of the weekend oh, about what what's in it yeah, what's what in it? Is. Yeah. What is yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Awesome. So it'll be exciting to uh, to try that out if you're in the area. The one for stouts that they did was really interesting. So Phoebe's literally forgotten everything we I spoke just about realized. in this episode. I just realised so what you're talking about. <laughs> Phoebe's literally got no input right now because she's just forgotten the whole thing. <laughs> no. 
Uh, am I allowed to input anything? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Well, no, it's just it's really good to... Because obviously uh, the event that Cloudwater put on was only for those indie uh, tap rooms, beer shops. And it's nice to hear uh, that Cloudwater are kind of including everybody. And it's, yeah, it's really nice to hear about that. And mm. uh, we'll cover anything similar to that in the future. You can find us on Instagram. Mm-hmm on twitter now yeah we have a twitter i've only done like two posts so. uh, and facebook at hello uh sorry high hops podcast you can email us at hello high hops at gmail.com for any recommendations or you can follow phoebe on untapped mm. which you can now find on instagram apparently yeah i've put a qr I've on there a QR so you on. can see what i'm drinking she just needs everyone to know no <laughs> <laughs> uh Next week, we'll be back with a- another tiny episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, where we'll be uh, pairing all of Tiny Rebel's birthday beers together yeah, and seeing what those are like. We're going to have a play with the birthday we box. We are interested. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.